welcome to Ringside Chaos, the professional wrestling discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. The only professional wrestling podcast in the world where pro wrestling is discussed passionately, with confidence, with great knowledge, and most of all, in the most sophisticated way. So brace yourselves, ladies and gentlemen, because chaos is about to be unleashed. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Ringside Chaos, the professional wrestling discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast and Paint Train Pipe Bomb Productions. My name is Alex Alcazaz, a.k.a. the Bear of Texas. And ladies and gentlemen, do I have a very special and exciting episode for you today. As a matter of fact, you know, WrestlingNews.com. How many times can I actually praise and express my gratitude for that particular website? Because two particularly huge things just popped up there that impacted me so much that I immediately went on quite a tear in researching in these particular subjects. Because number one, a match between Bret Hart and Vince McMahon was reportedly planned and scrapped for WrestleMania 22. And apparently it's been revealed that at WrestleMania 22, the idea of having Shawn Michaels work against Eddie Guerrero in a match, also at WrestleMania 22, was apparently discussed. <laughs> See, right now, I, I'm just like, oh my god. Because right now, talking about the, the fact that Shawn Michaels and Eddie Guerrero at WrestleMania 22 was talked about, this, a lot of things are coming to mind. A lot of ideas are flooding in right now because there's a lot of what-ifs, and I'll definitely get to that. According to this on WrestlingNews.com, Court Bauer, who, as we know, is the owner of Major League Wrestling, was recently interviewed on the Insiders podcast, which is on the AdFreeShows.com. Bauer actually shared some stories from his time when he was a writer for the WWE in the mid-2000s. And he basically said that there had been discussions of a match between Shawn Michaels and Eddie Guerrero. And what's really, really interesting is that this particular idea was actually discussed on the weekend that Eddie Guerrero had passed away. Man. Man, oh man, oh man. So this is that, that's going to make this particular part difficult because Eddie Guerrero, one of my absolute favorites. I mean, this dude is beyond a wrestling legend in the wrestling world. I can honestly say that Eddie Guerrero is indeed a professional wrestling god. Okay, but I've you know when I did that episode, you know a, a tribute because it was on his birthday. You know, oh, we all know how much I love Eddie Guerrero, how much I appreciate everything he's done. So anyway, so Court Bauer said, you know, like in a quote, he said that in a quote, it was discussed the weekend that Eddie passed away. That he, okay, unquote. He mentions, you know, those conference calls and like that. They were basically kind of planning out the, you know, were planning out the show for WrestleMania 22. They were kind of making the bookings and everything. So, oh, and of course, this was also this was also the time, you know, you know. I think that also the match between Bret Hart and Vince McMahon or Mr. McMahon rather was going to happen, you know, honestly. And, you know, of course, in 2006, you know, Bret Hart was inducted into the, into the WWE Hall of Fame. So Bret Hart and the WWE were, in fact, on good terms once again. So so basic, basically, 
the fact that so the way I see it, so Bret Hart and Vince at first was set to happen, but it ended up having to be changed because as we know, because now it all kind of makes a little bit of sense. So the idea of Shawn Michaels and Eddie Guerrero was was flirted with, and then Bret versus Mr. McMahon was going to happen, but then Eddie Guerrero passes away, and as we know, Shawn Michaels went on to have a long and a long and historic feud with Mr. McMahon, which you know. They had that match at WrestleMania 22, that no holds barred match, and you know, and uh, I almost said it concluded. No, they did not conclude there. I mean, that rivalry between between Mr. McMahon and Shawn Michaels, you know, spilled into the re- the reunion of D Generation X. I mean, that rivalry lasted much of 2006. I mean, you know, even spilling it into 2007 too. So, and you know, and I'll forget, you know, when Triple H suffered the injury, I think at, at the New Year's Revolution. That, that, that serious knee injury that, you know, he was out for a long time. He even had to sit in a wheelchair, I believe, during that time. So, anyway. So, the whole thing. See, right now, this is all mind-boggling. Like, my head is spinning because, you know, all, all these notes that I have, you know, I'm, I'm trying to make sure that I, <laughs> I can get every, everything straight. So, so as we know, uh, Bret Hart actually did not participate at, at, at WrestleMania. Like, I'll never forget when Howard Finkel, you know, said that he was un- Bret was uncomfortable in participating in the event. So... Uh, I don't know where we're going from that as far as that goes, but um, but the fact that right now that it's flooded into my head that that Shawn Michaels and Eddie Guerrero at WrestleMania 22 was teased was teased basically within creative direction, and that Mr. McMahon and Bret and Bret Hart were set to square off at WrestleMania 22. I mean, both both those matches certainly would have been good, no doubt about it, but um. You know, the whole thing also, you know, and, and, and Bret Hart versus Mr. McMahon, that actually did end up happening, although it ended up happening four years later. So, so basically in, in 2005, uh, according to this source, uh, um, ITRWrestling.com, in 2005 when, when relations between uh, WWE and Bret Hart were basically on the verge, were basically in the process of healing, you know, I think basically during that time... I'm not sure exactly, you know, how things were going. I mean, even though, from what I understand, Brett and Vince were were supposedly on good terms or at least close to it. I mean, the fact that Bret Hart accepted the invitation to be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame, that has to tell me that he and Vince McMahon were, in fact, on good terms, not only business-wise, but personally as well, which is good because it was strongly, strongly... Believe that after what happened in, in the 1997 Survivor Series, that Bret Hart and Vince McMahon would never ever be on good terms. There would never be a the relationship between the company and Bret Hart would never be mended. But you know, many times we always say you never say never. So, so I, I'm I'm just glad that you know everything turned out. You know, they were able to you know resolve the differences. You know, you know personally and 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 business wise. So, yeah. So. I think, uh, honestly, uh, according to this, you know, um, I think the MLW president did explain why uh, the whole thing with Brett and Vince, you know, was delayed for another four years. You know, in 2010, you know, Stu Hart was actually inducted into, into the WWE Hall of Fame. And then there was that story how I think Mr. McMahon attacks Brett, you know, and, in, and injures his leg and everything like that. You know, so so they kind of brought up to a storyline and, you know, the whole thing in Brett's case, you know, all, all that animosity in the match. He takes out that frustration going all the way back in Montreal. You know, it was all... 13 years in the making, so, it's just, you know, the the fact that we saw 
the, the, the fact that I, I'm telling you, see, I, I'm, I'm, I'm at a complete loss for words, you know, right now because of uh, all that. So the the fact that we, we could have seen it, you know, and, I, and I'm pretty sure Brett versus Mr. McMahon, it would not have been a singles match. It definitely would have been, you know, it, it definitely would have been Mr. McMahon's, you know, uh, kind of match, which would be no holds barred. And that's how it was in 2010. So I am... Pretty, I'm 100% sure that if we had seen Bret the Hitman Hart versus Mr. McMahon at WrestleMania 22 in Chicago, it definitely would have been no holds, no holds barred. And of course, you know, HBK versus Mr. McMahon ended up being no holds barred that, that particular same uh, event as well. So, ah, oh, man. Right now, I, 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 gotta, I gotta catch my breath a little bit. I'm just so overwhelmed right now with this excitement and this, you know, the fact that, I mean, when I saw this, I mean, you, you should have seen the look on my face when I saw the fact that these two particular matches, you know, I mean, one of them was in the talks, one of them was set to happen, but it was scrapped. I'm just like, oh my God, just imagine if it would have happened. So, so I want to take, so I want to take a, a little bit of time and, and kind of focus on the, the fact that we could have had Eddie, Eddie versus Shawn Michaels. Okay. So if this was talked about in like in about late 2005, early 2006, so as we know, Eddie Guerrero had just finished his heel run with that feud with uh, Rey Mysterio that, of course, involved his son, Dominic, who, of course, we know now is with the Judgment Day. So Eddie Guerrero had that heel run. He betrays Rey Mysterio. He brutally attacked him. We all remember that promo a week later after, after he betrayed Rey Mysterio. One of the greatest heel promos I've ever seen. Eddie Guerrero really, really, really made it look extremely good. He made it look real. Eddie Guerrero created something what I like to call villainous heel magic. I mean, Eddie Guerrero did a, a fantastic job. Eddie Guerrero was just really good at what he did. So it's no surprise that Eddie Guerrero did a good job because he was damn good at what he did. Anyway... So after that, Eddie Guerrero does, you know, does, you know, works with Batista. You know, I'll never forget that match. I think it was, uh, I don't remember what the pay-per-view was. It was not No Mercy, but there was that match where he, uh, well, first of all, I should mention when Eddie, when, uh, when Theodore Long, who was the on-screen general manager of SmackDown, and I think he had that assistant, was, was, I believe, uh, Palmer Cannon or something. I think that, that's his name, Palmer Cannon or something like that. If I get it wrong, I deeply apologize. But, you know, Eddie, I think Theodore Long is about to announce a, a number one contender for Batista's World Heavyweight title. And I'm pretty sure he was probably about to say Rey Mysterio, but then Palmer grabbed the mic and, then, and said it was Eddie Guerrero. I'll, I'll never forget that. So Eddie Guerrero goes in, starts working a storyline with Batista. And there was that match where Eddie Guerrero lost to Batista. And I think there was something during the match where Eddie Guerrero could have reverted to a heel tactic by using the chair, but he didn't. And he ended up losing. And then that's how Eddie Guerrero, you know, became, you know, once again became a face. And so many times I've had this discussion with a lot of pro wrestling fans because we always agree that <clears throat> that short-lived heel turns are never a good thing. But with Eddie Guerrero, that particular heel run, even though it was short, it was just for that feud with Rey Mysterio. It actually ended up working. So, so I mean, I'll I'll be honest. I think because you know during that time I was not I, I was not a, an educated wrestling fan like I am today. I was too young to understand, but. But it, it worked. It worked. That heel turn, it that short heel run actually ended up working. And, and I was actually surprised to see Eddie Guerrero become a face, you know, so quick. But so the fact that he was working with Batista and, you know, and when he passed away, he was I think the whole thing with Batista wasn't finished. Many, many sources have insisted and I do mean insisted 
that Eddie Guerrero was actually booked to win the World Heavyweight title the basically uh, I think the day that he died, or at least you know because Batista was gonna, supposed to take time off. I've I've seen it many times that but that Eddie Guerrero was supposed to win the World Heavyweight title the the day that he passed away because <clears throat> Batista was supposed to take time off due to a back injury. I, I think they were supposed to have a match, a triple threat match between Randy Orton, Eddie Guerrero, and Batista. But I think Batista ended up denying it, or uh, ended up denying it. I mean, it, it, one source said that Batista denied it in his book. So now, if Eddie Guerrero had been booked to win the title that day, I, I, I certainly would have loved it. It would, have, it, it would have been great because you know Eddie was one of my favorites, you know, during that time. But, <clears throat> but now that you think of, so I would imagine if he wins the title and if Batista's out with an injury, is it after that that that, that the possible feud with HBK happens? Because Right now, I'm really not entirely sure. I mean, this is where I'm kind of really at a, how do you say, kind of stopped in my tracks big time because I'm not entirely sure how they could have started the whole storyline between between uh, Shawn Michaels and Eddie Guerrero. So, if so, it, 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 I mean, again, if Eddie Guerrero had, had in fact been booked to win the title, but you know, whatever, but um. Would that have been like you know? No, would, would there have been a, a draft or anything like that? I'm not. I'm not sure, but <clears throat> but I, I think you know. One thing I'm asking myself: so if they if they had the storyline between Eddie Guerrero and Shawn Michaels that culminates into a match at WrestleMania 22, one question I'm asking myself is this: who would have been the heel and who would have been the face? And immediately after I asked myself that, the particular idea of having both of them work as baby faces. I honestly believe if they had done it that way, I think it definitely would have worked. HBK versus Eddie Guerrero, both baby faces in that match at WrestleMania 22, I certainly think it would have been a super high caliber match. It it definitely I mean I'm sure I don't doubt the I, I don't doubt the possibility and potential that it would have been a match that would still be talked about today because you know, of course Shawn Michaels versus Kurt Angle at WrestleMania 21 is one of the greatest WrestleMania matches of all time, and it's still being heavily talked about today. Not just like, not just in the idea of where like, hey, you remember that match between HBK and Kurt Angle? And the other guy says, yeah, it was so cool. When that starts, it's, it usually leads up to a five-minute conversation from that match, at least five minutes. You know, sometimes even ten. I mean, one time I even had a, I even had a fifteen-minute conversation about that match. So, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, but now I'm asking myself this. So. If HBK had worked the storyline with, with Eddie Guerrero, does that definitely mean that the storyline with with, Vince, with Mr. McMahon never would have happened? And if the storyline between Shawn Michaels and Mr. McMahon had not happened, would the uh, reuniting of Degeneration X not happened? You see, a lot of what-ifs had flooded in right now. You see, this is basically the element of surprise and the fact that we don't know what's going on backstage in the world of professional wrestling. You see, all these what-ifs are just flooding in and flooding in and flooding in. Because right now, I'm just kind of like, you know, I, I don't know because th there's so many possibilities. Again, all these what-ifs, it's so overwhelming because right now, I'm really, I'm, you know, right now, kind of a, in a concerned point of view, what if the whole, because the feud between Mr. McMahon and, HB, and HBK, I thought was pretty cool. I mean, I'll never forget after WrestleMania how... Mr. McMahon said that, you know, the match at WrestleMania became a handicap match, that God got involved, and then it, it, we, we all remember it in the backlash in 2006 and everything like that, so, and then the build-up the build between, you know, uh, the, re, the reuniting of DX, so, 
So if that means if Eddie Guerrero and Shawn Michaels had that storyline building up to uh, that 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 you know, concluded at WrestleMania 22, you know, could it be that we had never ever seen the the the, the, the whole thing with with DX returning never would have happened? It, it's just amazing how one thing you know is talked about it doesn't happen, and then all these, and then after what happened, and if if this had happened, then this would not have happened. Oh man! Oh man! Oh man! So I would imagine. If Bret Hart and and, and uh, Mr. McMahon had happened, and HBK and Eddie Guerrero would have happened, it would have been two great matches. But well, you know what? Okay, now this came to mind. Okay, so they have the Eddie Guerrero and HBK storyline. It ends at WrestleMania 22, and then Bret Hart beats Mr. McMahon, and then and, and then after that, and then after that, Mr. McMahon starts his rivalry with with Shawn Michaels. So how about that? You see. I love how when I do these episodes that now all of a sudden this could happen after that. So so this is what I've culminated it to. You have the storyline between Eddie Guerrero and Shawn Michaels. It goes until WrestleMania 22, okay? And whoever wins, whether it was HBK, Eddie Guerrero, and then... Because we all know, okay, we all know Mr. McMahon. If Mr. McMahon had worked Bret Hart at, at WrestleMania 22, we all know Mr. McMahon would have lost. And Mr. McMahon, you know, being the heel, you know... Whatever, so it would have been actually good to start the rivalry between Shawn Michaels and Mr. McMahon after WrestleMania 22 in that particular case. I mean, think about it, folks. You know, especially the fact that, you know, that, you know, because the whole thing with Brett and Shawn Michaels, so Mr. McMahon loses to Brett and then, you know, and then starts a rivalry with Shawn Michaels. In that particular case, it makes perfect sense. So. The fact that all these what ifs are right there in mind and like that, it's it's just it's overwhelming. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised for all you loyal listeners and all you diehard pro wrestling fans that are listening. You probably are just as overwhelmed as I am with all these scenarios, these what ifs, what could have happened, what should have happened. That right there is the beauty of professional wrestling. You never know what's going on creative wise and backstage. So, you know, I think. You know, as a matter of fact, I should mention TalkSport.com said, you know, in October of 2020 that Brother Love, who as we know is Bruce Pritchard, and I just like calling him Brother Love because to me, Bruce Pritchard's always going to be Brother Love. He actually revealed that WWE was actually planning to have the match between Eddie Guerrero and Shawn Michaels before he passed away. So that kind of tells me, so I think once Eddie Guerrero passed away, that's when all the talks, the whatever involving a storyline with Shawn Michaels, once Eddie Guerrero passed away... It was all. It was done. Like no more. So, I, so basically, I think that now it makes even more sense. So once Eddie, when Eddie Guerrero passed away, all the talk about a possible match with with Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania twenty two was scrapped away. So, yeah. So it's just you know sometimes you know these things happen in professional wrestling. Like something happens, which means major changes in storylines and planning has to have to take place. I mean, unfortunately, it happens, but. But to conclude all this, Shawn Michaels versus Eddie Guerrero would have been huge. Now, who who do I think would have won? I mean, I'm honestly not sure. Part of part of my my, my part of my gut feeling tells me HBK should should be the one to have won. Other one says Eddie Guerrero. But right now, the way I see it is, is that I don't I don't think any of particularly any of those two would have been a heel in the match. It would have been a babyface versus babyface kind of match. 
I mean, we've seen those before. Now, they're not always the best, the best idea. I mean, it's always a lot of wrestling fans always insist that in these high-caliber matches, you need a good guy and a bad guy. But I think sometimes if you have a good guy and a good guy, and then at the end they shake hands, they embrace, whatever, pat on the back, you know, a good, a good, uh, a good show of sportsmanship, just like Hulk Hogan versus Ultimate Warrior back in 1990, you know, like that, so... Yeah, I think I think it would have worked had it had it just been done properly. HBK and Eddie Guerrero would have been would have been great. So, and again, one more time, you know, Mr. McMahon, Bret Hart, no holds barred, WrestleMania 22, Mr. McMahon loses, and then after that, starts his rivalry with HBK, which leads up to the reuniting of DX, and then and then then they went on from there. So, you know, we we never know how it could have happened, but I'll be honest, 2006 was actually one of the greatest professional wrestling years I've ever seen. You know, 2006, wrestling-wise, to me, was very exciting. I mean, DX and everything, I mean, 2006, I I, I loved what I saw. Now, were, were there some things I didn't like? Yeah, but for the most part, 2006, I, I really appreciate that. I mean, the highlight of, of my year in wrestling in 2006 was when I got to go to Saturday Night's main event in Dallas, you know. DX versus the Spirit Squad in that 5-on-2 handicap match. And then Vince McMahon got super kicked twice and got locked up in the cage. I thought that was actually the most hilarious thing I'd ever seen in person. And to this day, I always think... I just remember how I was laughing so hard, I nearly spilled my soda. (laughs) I nearly spilled my... This is actually funny. I nearly spilled my soda on the fan sitting next to me. And he nearly spilled his on mine because we thought that was so funny. (laughs) So when I said, oh, sorry, and like that... (laughs) Oh man, oh good times. But anyway, but but I'm telling you, you know, as I close it out, when I saw the fact that Bret Hart versus Mr. McMahon was originally planned out for WrestleMania 22, but ended up being scrapped, and the fact that Eddie Guerrero versus Shawn Michaels was talked about, oh boy, I mean, probably probably one of the two two of the biggest what ifs in 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 wrestling history. Well. Maybe okay. Well, definitely some too. But then, then again, we did end up having Vince, Mr. McMahon versus Brett four years later. But I think Shawn Michaels versus Eddie Guerrero. I mean, that's that's one of the, that's already one of the biggest what ifs in wrestling because we never saw it. We've never seen it, and a lot of wrestling fans are are basically kind of consider that that's something that we should have seen. So, oh boy. But man, I'm telling you right now. Wrestling news-wise, you know, from a journalistic point of view, from a pro wrestling point of view, HBK versus Eddie Guerrero at WrestleMania, I guarantee you, had it happened, we would not only be talking about it today, wrestling fans would be talking about it for all eternity, and ladies and gentlemen, that would be a guarantee. Fortunately, it didn't happen, but, you know... As my good buddy, Ricky, a.k.a. the Master of Mayhem, would say, shit happens. Ladies and gentlemen, Ringside Chaos is available to you on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Thank you all very, very much for joining me today. And remember, if you know somebody that is looking for a very exciting pro wrestling podcast, Ringside Chaos is the show for them. Ringside Chaos is the show for any diehard pro wrestling fan. Thank you again, ladies and gentlemen, and I will see you all next time.